Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. It's the morning after. I'm joined by Bradley Skeets trainer Dom Ingle. A lot to talk about, of course, with uh, Brad's fight last night with Hamza Shiraz. But let's just start with his actual performance. So much praise, um, dominating the fight, sharp jab. Um, the old Bradley Skeet we saw in there, and a lot of people thought we might not see that Bradley Skeet. So you must be delighted uh, with that performance. Yeah, you know, he's had two years out. He came back, just boxed a steady four-rounder against, you know, a kid who was just a bit of a journeyman, shake the rust off. <clears throat> and I think everybody thought coming into this fight that, you know, Bradley Skeet was going to be a, da- a watered-down version of himself. But I've seen what he's done in the gym. You know, he sparred David Avenesian, Liam, Liam Williams, Kel Brook. I know what he's capable of. And, you know, this fight for Hamza... Was, was a step up to get past the gatekeeper. And you've got to realise he's, he's got to be beating the kids like Bradley Skeet, who's at the end, you know, admittedly at the end of his career, he's still got a lot to offer, but on paper is at the end of his career. And, you know, they've been building Hamza up as, you know, this the next big thing. Well, on last night's performance, he wasn't the next big thing. Realistically, he had to resort to illegal moves to win the fight. He hit Bradley Skeet three times when he was on the floor. And the referee should not have even gave it a second thought. It should have been an instant disqualification. He was not defending himself. He was down. You know, he got hit on the back of the head and then two shots to the face. And that really should have been the end of it. And he could have quite rightly stayed down on the floor. But the referee was saying to him, Bradley said to me, he said, you're going to have to get up or I'm going to have to stop this fight. He shouldn't be saying that to Bradley Skeet. He shouldn't even have to make that decision. It should have just been an instant disqualification. And, you know, Bradley being a fighting man and having a lot of pride, he got up because he thought, well, it should be a disqualification. The referee telling me if I don't get up, I'm going to get stopped anyway. I'm between a rock and a hard place. He got up, carried on, 
And then he got stopped. You know, he got up, he got up from the knockdown, but the ref counted him out. He was well in front on the scorecards. Now, what you know, what other advantages do these fighters need? If this is a prospect coming through, he's got the promotional build-up, he's got everybody behind him, he's got BT Sport, Frank Warren, he's a new kid on the block. He's struggling to beat a 32-year-old who's been out for two years. 33, I think he is now. Are you 33 or 34? 34 years old. You've got to ask yourself, is there any point investing in this kid? He, he should have blown Bradley Skeet away in about three or four rounds, but he didn't. So I'm going to be onto the border control because at the end of the day, this is just leaving a bad taste in the, in the, you know, in the mouth of the fans. Because what's the point of you know, getting that four in front, winning, and then getting beat by illegal means? There's no point. The fans are all crying out on social media. What a robbery, what a disgrace. And the referee, that's his job. He's got to be able to account. You know, he's got to make, he can't be, he can't be floundering when there's a difficult decision. No, this is a promoter's kid. Fool, what's going to happen there if I, if, he, if I have to stop this fight and disqualify him? Well, disqualify him and make the fight again. It should be ruled a no contest and that fight should be made again because Hamza Shiraz can't move on from this until he's put this fight to bed because he was clearly getting out boxed. And it's not like he was, he was beating Bradley Skeet up for six or seven rounds, then he knocked him out. He was getting beat. And the only, what, the only thing what changed that fight is when Bradley Skeet went down, he hit him with three illegal blows. That's the only thing on the back of the head, unanswered, clean shots, and he still got up. So I'll be putting a complaint into the board of control, bring it, you know, asking to uh, to overrule this decision and make it a no contest, and we'll be looking for the rematch. If he doesn't want to have the rematch, fair enough. But he can't move on. He's not going to be the next big thing if he can't beat Bradley Skeet at 34 years old because he's got to be beating Bradley Skeet. He's 34 years old. He hasn't boxed for two years. Do you know what I mean? Everybody, but everybody considered him washed up. And in the press conference, I said, you heard me say, they're going to underestimate Bradley Skeet. They think he's finished and they think this kid's moving up, you know, stepping up. Well, the kid stepped up against, you're really a watered down version of Bradley Skeet, what everybody thought. But Bradley Skeet, he got the experience, he got the game plan right and he completely outclassed Hamza all the way through the fight. And Hamza realistically has got to look at himself and think, do I want to win like that? And the answer is no. He might have stopped Bradley in the end of it, but he stopped him because he hit him illegally on the floor. That's an instant disqualification. Want to address something you said there. So ringside, we were all saying Dom's definitely going to be saying to Bradley, as you should, stay down for as long as possible, take as much time, just milk this. Um, but as you said, the referee initially told Bradley to take his time and then said, hang on, if you don't get up, in the time of my account, then I'm going to stop this fight. So, so surely that burst has to be taken to the board, Dom. Of course, of course he did. But <clears throat> the other thing is this, I was shouting to Bradley, stay down, take your time. And I could see Bradley clearly. And Steve Gray positioned himself in front of Bradley Ski and said, he said to me, he also waved me, he told me to stop shouting. And then he blocked me off from Bradley and then started talking to Bradley. So what does that tell you? You can, it's clearly seen. I saw him move across me. Now, it's not the, the referee's got to be impartial. He's not the promoter's, you know, stooge. He's there to make a fair, fair contest. And this has got a stopping boxing because what's the point? If kids went into fights, not only have they got to beat the fighter, they've got to beat the referee. And we're getting sick of it. We're getting sick of it. So give the kid a fair shout. He was really should have been the winner last night. But they did everything possible to give the other kid the opportunities. He shouldn't need the opportunities. He should be good enough to beat Bradley Skeet. So, you know, luckily it's been recorded. I'm going to ask for that fight to be analysed by the board and watched. And it's a clear breach of the rules. It's as simple as that. And he could have quite rightly just sat on the floor and said, I'm not doing anything. But they would have probably just said, oh, that's it, then you've lost. 
what it's Bradley Ski, he's gonna, then he's going to have to put a complaint in. So whichever place he's in, he's in between, a, like I said before, he's between a rock and a hard place. Okay, so live in the moment at ringside, it was quite difficult to tell what had gone on, but obviously watching back on the replay, the initial punch that put Bradley down was to the back of the head. The ref didn't intervene. Bradley then went down. I think Hamza threw three punches, two of them connected whilst Bradley was on the floor. Um, so do you believe Hamza was getting to Bradley at all or do you think the only reason Brad was hurt because was of that moment there? Well, put it this way, the first knockdown, <clears throat> Hamza, you know, it's understandable. He's throwing the shot, but if Bradley's rolling, you're going to get sometimes get caught in the back of the head. He got caught back of the head the first knockdown, then Hamza pushed him down. He was waved. It was a no knockdown. That was earlier on in the fight. He got back up and carried on boxing his head off. Then he dropped him with a similar shot, caught him around the back of the head, he went down. Now, we're going to see he's, he's, he's getting into the later rounds. He's, he's already boxed his way through. He's still got the stamina and the energy. But allowing somebody two free shots, he never hit Bradley clean in any stage of that fight. And when he did, he had no effect on Bradley. So you've got to, you've got to surmise that the two shots unanswered on the floor obviously took enough out of Bradley to allow Hamza to finish the job. That's purely what turned the fight. So he had to re it, it was an illegal, two illegal, three illegal shots what allowed him to capitalise on that and win the fight. And that's, that's where the problem is. It's not a fair fight, is it? It's not a fair fight. Did you speak to Frank Warren after the fight? There's no, there's no point speaking to Frank. You know, Frank's, that's Frank's man. In this day and age, it seems that any method of winning, you know, regardless, is the way to win. It's not Frank I need to speak to. It's, it's the border control. Not in, not in terms of an official conversation, but just a chat. No, there's no point. I've been in boxing a long time. I've seen this happen so many times, so many times when referees have give the home fighter every advantage. I've seen it when they've kept kids in fights longer than they should have done. You know what I mean? Hoping um, that they're going to pull themselves through. But usually it ends up in a bad way. I had a fighter years ago from Nottingham and he was boxing um, Takalu, Jawid Kalik. And Jawid Kalik had this kid out on his feet, had him down, had him all over the place. The referee should have stopped it. But the next round, Jawid Kalik went out and flattened this kid. He went out on a stretcher. And everybody knew that the referee should have stopped the fight. But he thought, this is a promoter's kid. I've got to keep him up. But eventually, he got next very next round, he flattened him. And you don't want to be seeing that. And, you know, that, that's a dangerous situation because the referee's telling Bradley to get up. Who knows what state he's in? He said his mind wasn't clear. His head wasn't clear, but he just, you know, fighting instinct got up. He was leaving himself open to get more damage when really he shouldn't be. Because he's thinking to himself, if, you know, what shall I do? What shall I do? He's being hit round the head. Do I stand up? Do I stay down? Whichever way I'm going to do, I'm probably going to get beat now. So that referee's got to be called into question. And the board have got to have an inquiry into it. You can't, we can't keep on doing this. It's almost a foregone conclusion. He's a promoter's kid. That's the challenge he's going to win. It, it, you know, Bradley deserved that fight on the performance that he did. And he, and he deserves a fair shake of the dice. Everything else is stacked against him. I suppose my last question is, if this fight happens again, this rematch, how confident are you that Bradley comes out victorious? He'll win the fight because, look, no disrespect to Hamza Shiraz, he's not improving. He came behind a tight uh, guard, throwing his jab, trying to throw a big right hand. He never really, you know, changed up at any point in that fight. You know, the only time he did is when he got in close, probably tried to jump and push down on Bradley a little bit. But realistically, fighting, boxing-wise... He just hasn't got the skill level that Bradley Skeet has. And ask yourself the question, realistically, 
He's light middleweight. Is he going to beat the top light middleweights in the country? And the answer is no, he's not. He's not going to beat the British champion. He's not going to beat any of them guys because he hasn't got the ability to beat him. You might have got a bit of a dig on him, but Bradley said he wasn't really a big puncher. But they're building him up and hyping him up. He's got a big following behind him. But it's all going to end in tears because he hasn't really got the skill set to get through the bigger fights. He'll not really go past British level. Yeah, WBO, European title. What is it? It's not as good as a British title, really. So if he can't, you know, change his, his old style, which he's not going to do now, he's 22. You know what I mean? Listening to his corner, his trainers, all they were just telling him to just walk him down. No, no technical advice whatsoever. So realistically, what's the point of pushing that kid on when he's really not going to get to the top? So they give him this bit of a step up. They've given him, give him that fight yesterday. For what? Because if he comes up with anybody who can box, who's half decent, they will beat him. They will beat him. It's as simple as that. Okay, well, Dom, I appreciate your time uh, the morning after. Very disappointing in what we just spoke about, but uh, a brilliant performance from Bradley, getting so much praise. So I guess you've got to take that positive from it. And uh, obviously we'll get an update from you in regards to what the board say uh, about potentially overturning this result or getting a rematch on. Uh, but appreciate your time. Anything you'd like to add? No, that's it, you know. Like I say, boxing's boxing, but it's, it's disgusting, really, when you think somebody like Bradley was being a good servant to the game. You know, he came up to us in Sheffield, got no big promoter behind him. He took this chance. Everybody thought he was mad. And, you know, he put in a great performance. He wasn't just, you know, scraping through. He was absolutely outclassing the guy, 100%. Like I say, and the only chance that kid had was to hit him when he was on the floor. That turned the fight. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.